Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Woo-wee! It is Friday! Right. I'm not going to ask Nate how he's doing because I know how he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't got to check on Nate. Yes, sir! Nate, Nate brings it every day. Now, Kurt's a different story. I'm good. No, I'm We got to check great. on Kurt every day and make sure he's got no, a pulse. I'm not the dancing. The only time he gets fired up is when he's doing a Tommy John's right. commercial. <laughs> you need to make sure I got balls. Is that what you No, I know you got balls. I just don't think you use them all the time. He's talking about footballs, ladies and gentlemen. Balls How you doing, out, Kurt? Balls out, balls out. Right? You good today? Our, our, our uh, honored guest is already regretting this decision. Yeah. Speaking, I, signed, I signed up for this every Friday. <laughs> Speaking yes, of did, our bro. honored guest, huh. we are happy, ecstatic, did you like that move? enthusiastic. <laughs> What's got into you? <laughs> this show corrupts <laughs> <Yeah>. everybody. <laughs> Gosh. Every Friday yeah. to lead off the program, we are going to have none other than Brian Broadus. Hey, thank you. Guys. Live thank you. in studio with us. We appreciate you doing this every week, Broadus. No problem. No problem. I, I didn't realize the show was this chaotic, but uh, yes. going with you. Organized yes. chaos. Organized chaos. So what we thought we would do, Broadus, is bring you on. Uh-huh. And, you know, we talk about different things all week, and we all kind of have different battles and positions that we're interested in right so we thought we'd come in and each one of us take a turn and and pick your brain and see what you're seeing on the film gotcha and, and kind of dig down into it and and maybe give us some little things to watch for during those yeah those battles and things like that so i'll i'll kick it off fellas go ahead after the run was shut down last week by the Broncos, yes, we have been talking on the show that the game plan will probably be they they've set the blueprint. The Cardinals will probably have the same game plan to to stack the box, try to plug the holes. Right. One thing we've talked about on the show is do they have the personnel to be able to do that? Denver obviously had the, had the yeah. personnel. Can Arizona replicate what Denver did last week? They, in the they run can. Game? They absolutely can. And, you know, they've got a – they don't have the, the guys in the back end and the coverage. They have the one guy that could take your one receiver out of the game. They play with hybrid, strong safety, linebacker-type guys that can really, really run. They're one of the better tackling teams in the National Football League, run after catch, top five. So, you know, if you're, if you're good run after catch, you know, you're, that means you're pretty good at wrapping guys up when you have to. They, they've got some big inside defensive tackles. They play a 3-4. Dallas is probably going to – if Dallas – with the problem Dallas has had last week was they got in their 12 personnel package, which is one back three – or excuse me, two tight ends. And they weren't able to run the ball out of that. And so what happens when you play 12 personnel is you're bringing an extra guy or two into the box. So you had seven to block eight. And the Broncos took advantage of that. They did a nice job of getting off. So getting off blocks and making the plays. So, yeah, the, the Arizona absolutely does have – I think that where Arizona – is different than Denver, is their their team speed at that linebacker spot. You know, like a guy like Hassan Reddick uh, is a guy that when you watch him play, uh, you know, in the in the game uh, last last week against Detroit. I mean, he was running around making a lot of plays. And the and the if you don't get hats, and Nate can speak mm-hmm. to this in the running game, if you don't get hats on hats, and guys are running free. 
you might get two, three, four yards a gain when you could have got five, six, seven, or eight yards a gain. And I think that's really what happened to the Cowboys last week is they, they really missed the opportunity to get hats on hats. And, and the Denver Broncos took advantage of that. And Arizona defensively can do the same. Now, so what you're saying is, and I'm trying to get a people visual is, that's kind of what we did last year against the Giants with the two tight ends. Right. Is it similar to that? Right. Because I thought, and I was telling them, it's like our offensive line to me is too athletic to just sit them at home. At some point, when you have a fast defense, you have to cut them somewhere. Yeah, cut them in you half. Know, yeah. With, yeah, with a sweep or uh, some type of wham with the yes. with the H back. And uh, if, if we play these guys in the Super Bowl, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm seeing what you're talking about, Broadus. I mean, I'm trying to get a fan something to, yeah. to, to see that same picture, man. When you go up there with two tight ends, they can't declare strength. But they can bring an extra man. They can bring extra guys into the yeah. box to defend. And usually, you know, if you're playing a str- if you're playing tight ends, you're playing with safeties. Yes, so you're playing with guys that are comfortable playing down in that way. I think in this game, though, what you what you have to do is you have to think about with the speed that the Cardinals have is the misdirection stuff. Is that you can get their defense going one way and then bring the ball back the other way? I think that's maybe you'll see a little bit more of that Zeke trying to press it a little bit front side and then take that backside cut quick, and then because you can maybe get everybody trap everybody on one side of the field, mm-hmm. and like Nate says, cut their defense yeah. in half. That's what you. The goal is to try every time is to try and get is to try and get your center or your guards up on the second level. You get second level blocks. That means you've got a crease. That means you've got Ezekiel running up inside. You know, go ahead on, brother. Go ahead on. I was well, just, yeah, going to say, man, before I'm we, before wow, we move on and let you yeah. guys <laughs> pick your spot, I was just going to ask you, if for everybody watching at home that wants to watch a battle with the Cowboys' offensive line and Arizona's defensive line yeah. or, or their their front, front mm-hmm. seven, what's a key matchup that you're going to be looking at on how – one-on-one offense versus yeah I, I think that it really there's two spots you can look at their their outside linebackers I think are really good and I'm talking about Marcus Golden he kind of busted on the scene last year as a sacker you know had a double digit sacks but it's a guy that plays the run very very well he's not you know it's almost like you know with the Giants in their four three front where you play with those defensive ends and they're hard to run right. on the outside so Marcus Golden, and keep an eye on Chandler Jones also, their strong side outside linebacker as well. So those are two spots. You just cannot allow them to control the point of attack, especially on the edge. You know, if they're able to do that, if they're able to control the edge and make the ball have to keep bouncing out further and wider and, and keep – and it doesn't allow Zeke to turn up the field, then that's going to play into corners coming down. It's going to come down to strong safeties playing down. And, again, that's what we saw last week against my, Denver a little bit. My question is, along with that, Broadus, is are their defense in front quicker than the last defense in front? Are they, uh, the, the Denver front is bigger. Bigger, yes. It's a bigger front. You know, now, they, you know, they, they, they don't have the 330-pound nose tackle like Pico was. Yeah, you know, yeah. They don't have that guy, but, they, but they're a group that's somewhat athletic for a 3-4 defense. And I, I do like what their linebackers, like I say, with, with Golden and then with and then also with Jones and what they could do on the edge. And I and I mentioned I mentioned uh, you know Hassan Reddick inside. Yes. They, you know, and, and we've all we've all seen Carlos Dansby's another guy. He's a veteran guy that's been with Arizona forever. So you know, they got some physical inside players and that part where you can run 
you know, if they're chasing plays and chasing down the ball before you have a chance to even get to the hole, that that's going to be problematic as well. Yeah. Kurt, fire away, young I'm man. Going, I'm fire going along with him. I'm, I'm, I'm talking as we go, so I don't really have a question. You know. <laughs> well, I, sticking on the defensive side, then a lot of the talk is Des Bryant and right. Patrick Peterson matchup. That is huge. That'll be tough, but Terrence Williams is banged up a little. What's the other matchup going to be like on the other side? Do they have another? Because Denver had two powerhouse cornerbacks. Yeah, they have actually three that can play. Does, I mean, yeah. does Arizona have that same kind of depth to, to match up? Arizona, where, where Arizona will struggle, they'll struggle with the second corner, the second corner, and that's Justin Bethel. Yes, will, sir. Will struggle a little bit. And, you know, that to me is where uh, that you need to make a little hay if you can. And I'm not saying that you have to totally go away from Patrick Peterson because I think you just can't say, well, we're not going to throw the ball to Des Bryant. I think that's a, that's a stupid – uh, uh, way of going about it. If you know, you've got to find a way to get him going in this football game. There's going to be some tough throws, some tight throws, but to me, some of the, the hay they're going to be made need to be made is against Bethel. Also, though, Tyron Matthew, the the safety, he'll play in the slot. Watch Cole Beasley in this football game. I think Cole Beasley can shake him some. I think Tyron Matthews is a very aggressive player. He's a guy that will gamble on routes a little bit too. So the way that Beasley will use his pivot routes, where we've seen him go inside and then pivot back outside, maybe he gets Tyron Matthew to jump it a little bit. They need to get the, where Dak has his success throwing the ball a lot of the times is when he gets Beasley going, and that kind of gives him a little bit more confidence in throwing some of the other passes. They completely took Beasley out of the game, I thought, last week. And there were a couple of throws. Dak missed a ball over the top that would have been a good play. But they, they, they need to get him going. And, and Tyron Matthew is a guy that they can kind of pick on a little bit for his aggressiveness. So he, he's not as good as the Stewart kid from Denver? No. That, I think that to me that yeah, when you looked at was Roby – was the one that was Roby was playing outside and and Harris and you know and 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 then we knew with Talib those three guys were just they were just too tough to to have to deal with it there was just no space that's and that's on the receivers a little bit too you know I mean you've got to find a way to win those one-on-one matchups and and they had a hard time doing it. I think this time around with the exception of Peterson they can, can they can consistently uh win some matchups here you know what though and and we saying Matthew's the honey badger. You can pick on him, but be careful. Yeah. Be selective when you pick on him yeah. now. Don't be – yeah, that could say don't be late throwing the ball his direction. <laughs> right. Because he, he's one of those guys, he's a gambler, he's a risk taker, he's a creator of turnovers too. So when you're running with the ball the way he tackles, you know, be careful about him punching the ball out too. He's one of those guys, a, a high-volume turnover guy. And if you run the wrong route, he'll he, – he, they they have to be on the same page because if you run the wrong route, the honey badger last last week he turned the game around. For yeah, them. he did. He turned the game and, and, and he just jumped the route like Brody said, and I, and I agree a hundred percent. But I, I'm very weary of him, and he's for a guy about his third year. Brody came out in the league. When did he come out in the league? He's thir- 2013. Yeah. yeah. So fourth year. Yeah, about his fourth year. It, uh, he's gotten crafty. He was crafty his second year, and he he's getting smart. You know about how he does things because he was a, he was reckless in the way he tackled. I noticed now he's trying to protect his body because yeah. he wants to stay on the field. But now, this is what I've told the fellas repeatedly: teams that run routes against young receivers, I mean young DBs, it, it, it can be ugly. Speak on what their receivers are. Yeah. 
I think it, when you you know you talk about how you're going to play Larry Fitzgerald, Larry, this is a team that really thrives on big play, and so they're one of the best in the league. Again, another top five team when it comes to plays of 20 plus yards throwing the football a lot of their pass plays are down the field and to the outside of the numbers so you got to be able to defend the boundary pretty well with the, with this bunch because that's what Carson Palmer will do he'll load it up throw the ball down the field where they'll try to get you though is with Fitzgerald in the slot a little bit in the middle of the field that's where his routes tend to tend to go when so you know they've they've had a little trouble. Uh, JJ Nelson has been banged up with a quad a little bit this week. John Brown didn't practice yesterday. That's kind of their speed guys. We know about Fitzgerald. Chad Williams caught a pass last week in the game a, a sideline, so he's right. only had one reception. Yeah, they, they're they're missing. You know, David Johnson, the the running back being out hurts this team, and they've had a lot of problems with with the with throwing the football. Not so much getting into going down the field, but when they get inside the 30, you know, all of a sudden Carson Palmer's quarterback rating goes down to almost like 53. So it, it, you know, teams have taken advantage of him with no David Johnson, no ability to throw the screens, the check downs and things like that. So Cowboys have had their struggles too, you know, especially in Denver last week when they played inside the 30, where last year they didn't give up those plays. We remember how they were able to choke off uh, you know, offenses, right. but uh, yeah, the, the 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 Cardinals are a capable group receiver-wise. Just a little banged up right now. To, to assess them, the first week, Carson was was not right. Uh, yeah. He was, you know, and I'm saying not right. He didn't play well. Towards the end of that game, they had a few uh, penalties that kept them on the field, uh, but he seemed to start finding his rhythm with yeah with, with JJ Nelson and, yeah. and with those other guys. I mean. Is is he that type of guy? What do you see yeah. in Palm? Is he kind of getting old in the he, tooth? Or uh, what? He's not going to be as mobile as you, you like in the pocket. He's going to stand there and make throws. Like I say, the ball's going to go down the field where teams will be able to affect him a little bit. And, and this is where Detroit was able to kind of make some make some plays on him as well, was the fact that, that they when they got pressure on him, he, he really he has to get into his throw. I mean, he's a big guy, but he has to really use his body to get the ball down the field. And what happened was he was starting to feel pressure, and he wasn't able to fully extend his body to make throws. So then his ball was coming short. Right. Throwing deep out routes and deep down sideline routes, you know, that's that you have to have that ability to horse it down there. And then when he doesn't have that, then they were missing on some throws. So – you know, this is an offensive line that also has had their share of issues. I'm not saying they're as bad as what the Giants were. or You know, Denver did a great job of protecting. I, I do think that Demarcus Lawrence has got a really good matchup uh, this week. Yes. In, in, his, in his game. So we'll see if they double him and if somebody else can get home. That's going to be important to get some pressure and not allow Carson Palmer to feel comfortable in this pocket at all. That's kind of what I was wondering, too, is that in the um... – Palmer was under a lot of pressure. Get it out, Kurt. Get it out. <laughs> what, sacked four times against yeah. Indy? I mean, yeah. it, it appears that their, their lining can be weak. It can be taken it, advantage it, of. It, it, it can be. And, you know, that's the thing. Dallas is, you know, we've seen that they with with what Lawrence has done and with, with Collins working on the same side, you get DeMontre Moore back. You know, you guys can have a discussion of who might be the inactive guy between Taco and Tapper, who's playing better there. But potentially one of those guys is going to be inactive, and it could be your first-round pick. Ooh. You know, and I asked Jason Garrett that question this morning on the walk-off. I said, you know, does does when you're dressing your 46, and you got and you got more, and you want more back in the lineup and back in the rotation, is it going to be hey because this guy's a first-round pick? Are you going to play him? He says no. 
He says it's going to be about the guy. It's going to be about who's playing better now. We want this to be competition. We want it to be about you deserve the right to play. You've earned the right to play. Now go play. And that should be Tapper. Yeah. That should be Tapper because Tapper, Tapper been since OTAs been the best out of all the young guys. That's so yeah, we'll mind. see. We'll see if they to get more on. They're gonna and I, I think Noah Brown is gonna be an act is going to be active this week. I really, really do. So that means they're going to carry six wide receivers. You know, today uh, uh, Terrence Williams didn't didn't practice. Or at least Dave Hellman reported from the field while we were doing our show this morning mm-hmm. that that he wasn't practicing. So you know, there's still some concerns there about uh, about his ankle. That's why they'd carry the six. That's why they carry the six. Yeah, they did it last week. Man, brought us. Thank you so much, man. This now, is now good. Now, go carry the rest of the show. Good stuff. <laughs> Call us. We're going to take your calls. It's Fan Friday, 214-872-2102. 214-872-2102. Broadus, thank you again. He'll no be problem. here every Friday. And we'll, be, we'll be doing a 12 to 1 on Monday. Yeah, yes. Two for the road. Two for the road, baby. Two for the road. Nate and I can do a show from uh, yeah. 12 to 1. 12 to 1. Where, where can everybody find that at? On DallasCowboys.com. Oh. That's why you guys are on the trip. We're going to do a, a podcast. Yeah, well, y'all around here partying and drinking yeah. coffee and iced tea cakes and all of that. We'll be working. Yeah, so Nate and I, next uh, next Monday from yeah. noon Central till 1 p.m., we're going to do two for the road. That's what Two we call for it. the road. Awesome. Get, get your awesome. Thank you, guys. Get, get your football you. on. We'll be back. Hanging with the boys. We'll be back shortly. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus, save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Hey, Cowboys fans. Did you know that over the next few years, more than a million service members will transition from military to civilian life? Veterans face unique challenges when they get out of the military, and Bank of America and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up to help with financial education, career opportunities, and support of military nonprofits and organizations locally in North Texas and across the country. We're proud to support our troops and are deeply grateful for the dedication and sacrifice of our service members and veterans. Bank of America, official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, invites you to join us in our efforts to get involved by tagging game day photos on social media using hashtag TroopThanks, that's hashtag TroopThanks, and by learning more about our commitment to veterans at bankofamerica.com slash military support. Together, we can thank our troops in ways that make a real difference. Copyright 2016, Bank of America Corporation. It's bowling night with friends and you're hanging out together. You picked up a spare, but you're craving something better. A thirst runs deep inside, you don't know what to do. You crave a nice cold Dr. Pepper and a hero to save you. Crave Rider. You ride the wave of Dr. Pepper when you're craving Dr. Pepper. Crave Rider. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Pick up an ice cold 20-ounce bottle today. Dr. Pepper. The one you crave. 
I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. Back to hanging with the boys. We're back. The Star in Frisco, Friday afternoon. I'm already on the weekend, man. I already, yeah. mailed, it, I already mailed it in today. As soon as, as soon as this show's over, I'm going to get my hair cut. You're out of here, huh? I'm out of here. No. You need back. a haircut? Yeah. Right, I don't really need it, but I'm going to get one anyway. Going out of town, you got to look good. Huh? Right. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels. I'm Shannon Gross. And Kurt are loves you, to talk about it. Are underwear. you a true cowboy? We know Nate's a true cowboy. Yes, I am. And it says here, a true cowboy loves his freedom. And Tommy John <laughs> gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts. Where does it count, Kurt? With a contour pouch that nestles you. Yes. <laughs> Fabrics you can barely feel. Nestling. Nestling true cowboys right here. There you go. Yeah. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Call us 214-872-2102. We will talk about literally anything. Rice pilaf, underwear, (laughs) Cowboys football, whatever you want to talk about. Xavier in Denton. What's up, my man? What's going on? I listen to y'all every day, man. Oh, um, I just you. wanted to talk about it real quick. Uh, I was hearing about talk about it early on Cowboys breaking in. Y'all talked about it yesterday with Brian Jones. Oh, uh, I feel like uh, it's really not a fair assessment if you think about it. I mean, 2015, they had the worst defense. That was his rookie year coming in. He did good for his rookie year. Uh, 2016, the defense all stepped it up. I think his first year playing safety, he was a better athlete. Uh, this third year, and I think Nate, you can talk on this a little bit. I know you a football guy. Uh, when you when you have rookies that you playing with, you you tend to try to make up for some of the mistakes that they lacking in. And I feel like this this what everybody's assessing him on because he's he's not playing his game because he's having to let, make up for the stack that other people are lacking in. And I just feel like it's not a fair assessment. But uh, I'll hang up and listen to you guys. I love y'all. Y'all have a blessed Friday. All right. Thanks, Xavier. I, I, I kind of missed who, – who were the players? Byron Jones. No, 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 no. He was talking about Byron. I, okay. He talking about Byron Jones. Sir, what Byron has to do is make some plays. What Byron has to do is he does his job. And uh, he missed a few tackles. Uh but when you are considered one of the one of the better athletes on the team, you, if you do your job, you'll make plays. You think and he can be a Pro Bowler? I was. It, it's hard to say because he hasn't. You know, I, I think I was the only guy in America saying when he was a rookie. I don't care. I, I, I'm not in. First of all, I'm not into the 18 different positions. Mm-hmm. You know, flex. You know, ah, position flex. That's good if you're playing one or two positions and hope one of them is free safety and the other is safety. Now, I understand flex position, but he was all everywhere. So that stymied, I think, his first year. Mm-hmm. Second year, he was learning. This year, here's where he's, supposed to, where he's supposed to make the jump. And what he has to do is, is play above the fray. If he's that type of guy, he's got to play above the fray. You know, not everybody played bad against Denver. So, 
boom, let's just wipe the slate clean because right. now it's all about the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. But he has to come and do his job, and if if a, if a play presents itself, make the play. Do I, I, your job. I, it sounded like the uh, caller was saying that is he having to – Help the other guys in no nah, him. No, nah, coming up and missing the tackle ain't helping the other guys. He's the last <laughs> line of defense. He's the last line of defense. So his, his job isn't tougher just because there's rookies on the court. Nah, what he has to do is, is, is once he initially line them up, then he's got to switch gears. Okay, now what do I do and how do I handle my responsibility? Because you, at the end of the day, you can't go up and say, because you didn't, you didn't handle the uh, – the, the seam route straight up the middle, you can't say, well, I was just trying to line up uh, Jordan Lewis. Because the coach can look at you like, you know what? You gave him the play out of the snap. I mean, the play coming out of the huddle. Yes, I did. Okay, well, do your job. Eric, in <clears throat> North Carolina, sir, we know you like to talk a lot. You have 20 seconds to get your question out before we cut you off. <laughs> What's up, hey, Eric? I just want to quickly say, uh, you know, uh, I just uh, want to call out uh, Scott Linehan this week. I want to just kind of throw out a little caution, a little little challenge flag, if you will, red flag Friday, if you will. I just want to quickly challenge Scott Linehan to draw up a good plan to get his playmakers the ball early. You know, run some good plays to get Zeke going early. Let's get off to a fast start. You know, I feel like he's been a little mundane with the play calling a little bit, a little predictable. So if he can, you know, give us some different looks this week, get his team in great position to score early and often. Because we know, we all know we're at our best when we get off to that quick start. Uh, that's my talk today. Thank you, guys. And I'll uh, be hang up and listen to you guys, man. Go, go, go hang with the boys. All right. Love you, Eric. Yeah. Appreciate See- the call. You know, when Broadus came in and said it took the 12, the 12 package, you know, unless you're running counter trades where you're pulling the, pulling the tackle and, and pulling the tight end or you're running whams, you kind of set in what you're running. Mm-hmm. Or it's run plays. You're either trying to run a sweep or you're trying to, you know, just knock guys off the ball. That's what we try to do, just knock, literally knock guys off the ball. It didn't happen for us. That's not their strength, yeah, right? Yeah, but – you know, the reason I tell people a good job, Kurt, is if it was my offensive line, we'd have, we'd have okay, you're going to stand there? Let's see, we're going to see who the, the bigger and badder and brawler it is. You know what I'm saying? We're going to uh, barroom brawl all day. Different story. Mm-hmm. We had a fullback that was just as mean as us and, and, and Moose Johnson. But this is different. These guys can, can get out on the edge. These guys can – like I said, like Brody say, take the center and the guard, the play side guard and the center, go play side, pull your backside tackle, cut the defense right there. They got the ability to do that. So I do agree with the caller is, you know, Scott Lenahan playbook is much bigger because his offensive line is so much so so athletic. You you can do some different things. Yeah. Do you do you against this Cardinals defense, do you try to establish the run early or do you try to loosen it up and, and come out passing you know with the beard i tell you what what you do is you execute it, it still came down i was listening to one of the shows today and i wonder one of the, the one of the call well one of the guys who come out here quite often ask sean lee he said man what happened and sean lee looked right around i said we got whooped he's like now nah, what happened in the game he said lee, you know what you 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 can't spend too much time today. It's Wednesday, Thursday. We we can't spend too much time trying to break down and diagram what happened. But if you couldn't see what happened, you know, then you just I, I don't know what to say. I can't help you. Mm-hmm. 
They, we got beat. We got soundly beat. Now, could the offensive coordinator could have did some different things? Yes. Could the uh, receivers and running backs could have just? Yes. But did they do it? No. So it's now it's Cognitive time. Right. 214-872-2102. Taking your calls all show long. 214-872-2102. Douglas, is that anywhere on the screen or is that just they just getting that when we tell them? It, they're only getting it when you tell them. Okay. It's you not on the screen. I, it may end up being on the screen. We're getting an upgrade in our graphic package yeah. soon, mm-hmm. and maybe that'll be part of it. I'm I, not sure. I just see all these Twitter handles and these phone numbers on all these other yeah. two, two shows that are on DallasCowboys.com. They're trying to hold us down. And yeah. you start Roll scratching down. your beard and you know, think, yeah. what, what's I'm going on? I'm just trying to figure out why the producers of those other shows are so much better Oh, it has ours. nothing to do with the producers. Yeah, it no, it don't. We, we, I've been producing yeah, 25 we, years. It doesn't have anything to do with the producers when it comes to graphics. Y'all started out last year what you had now we finna upgrade this thing all right yeah yeah you got you've got the production you need yeah let's let's look while we wait on some more people to call let's look at uh let's look around the nfc east at who everyone's playing oh yeah who's everybody playing i'm supposed to be looking that up who's everybody playing bro that that, uh, we're about to kurt's about to tell us yeah man oh i blew that that's all right who is everybody playing kurt well i'm my computers. Uh oh! Wow! Lack of internet. Well, we know the Cowboys are playing the Cardinals. Yes. Uh, let's see here, the Giants and the Eagles. That's Noon right. On Sunday in in New York, Giants have them uh, at home. in New well, York. Is it? Yes. You sure about that? Check that. Uh, you know what? Don't ma- in, in the Giants' case, it don't matter where it's at. They need a victory. Right. Oh, and two. You know, like I say, every win, every week is a must win, but sometimes it, it, it get critical. Sometimes it makes the uh, – y'all ever y'all ever be in y'all little cities and y'all hear that big alarm going off when it's a tornado coming? Right. There's <laughs> some alarms going off in New York. <laughs> and the five boroughs, they are going off, brother. Believe that. So they're playing at the Eagles. Yeah. They are at the Eagles. I heard on the radio this morning that was in New York. Mm-hmm. At the Eagles. I'll tell you what, it's a real possibility New York starts off 0-3. I would think they will. Think calling that one? Yeah. You 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 can't you you can't keep continue to play. You can't continue to be that predictable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach McAdoo, okay. All of us in here know. Okay, we, they're gonna line up with three wide receivers, one back in the backfield, in the same offensive line. What are you expecting? A short pass to Odell if he plays. Mm-hmm. Another short pass to Shepard if he plays. Uh, and if they don't get a first down, and if it's third and three, then they're going to try to run uh, any one of those backs up in there. And then you get Eli on the sideline with confused face. Now you get Eli on the <laughs> sideline saying, you know what? Can I go and undercut this coach to get him out of here? Because you, you can't. You can't continue to line up and do the same thing. That, that's like us saying, okay, hey, we weren't successful last, last week against, against uh, Denver. Let's line up and do the exact same, shame, same thing to show people that we're tough. That's stupid. It's what that's is stupid. it? The, the definition of insanity is doing There's the same. a picture of somebody up in New York with his picture <laughs> on, in the dictionary. Doing the same thing over <laughs> and, and over and, and over expecting again. a different result. Yeah. So and then the uh, Raiders are visiting DC and playing the Redskins. That'll be a tough one. That's a Sunday night game. Sunday night. Kirk Cousin, you better not start out slow against the boys. Mm-hmm. Got to get on them. Let me huh? say this right here. I've always been a fan of this guy. 
And I always thought when the Colts let him go, they lost something special. Did y'all see Pierre Gazant last night? Yes. Whoa. Yeah, he looked good. Whoa. He looked really good. Brother, he's a dog of all dogs. I'm telling you. Come on, but anyway, go ahead. You on think stop. that's awesome. He's a dog. I'm serious, brother. <laughs> you think he's going to eat these young corners up whenever we pay brother. a visit to San Fran or brother. Santa Clara? And see, you know, Broaddus didn't go into this deeply when I was trying to get him to bite. But we'll talk about this the, the, again. You can't – the pivot route that he's talking about going against Matthews with, with, with – with, uh, Beasley, Beasley. Mm -hmm. that pivot route woke us out. Yeah, that's the one you were talking about. touchdowns last week. So, it, it looks like it's easy to cover. But when you got some type of run game that you got to peep in the own, that it becomes a vicious route. On the TV, Sam Bradford is out versus the Bucks this weekend. Gronk expected to play versus the Texans. That's the coldest tight end to ever play the game. Man, his hands are That's the coldest tight end huge. to ever play the game. He could ever. Just, he could just really? Yeah. He could uh -huh. just stay yeah. healthy. I, I'll tell you like this right here. Pull up his records versus anybody records at this point in time. This dude done missed uh, two years of football and still have just as many touchdowns as anybody. He can block. He can run downfield for 60, 70 yards and be looking like he running slow. Mm-hmm. But he's like a young gazelle. He's galloping, baby. Go ahead. <laughs> While Kurt looks that up, we're going to go to Marvin in D.C. What up, Marvin? Hey, how's everybody doing today? Man, we are great. How you doing? I'm doing great. Um, quickly, um, I love your show, by the way. But this question is mainly maybe Nate can help me out with this. Oh, over your glory days, Nate, were there ever any games where y'all just came in and just played totally out of character? You know, I mean, the game plan was just totally out of character for you because I look at this team and two games, they're totally out of character. And I'm, maybe you can explain why they would be that way. Thank you, Marvin. You just Thank new you. new guys. We've got two new offensive linemen. we got a whole reconstructed secondary. Uh, and so I'm covering everything because you weren't specific in what, and I'm, I'm figuring you were talking about the offense. Uh, Dez is back, and I think we're trying to find a rhythm with him. You know, so uh, now uh, now uh, T. Will is hurt. Terrence Williams is hurt. So now you, you got to uh, put Bryce in there. What the Cowboys have to come out and do is execute. If they execute and find a rhythm, like last night, if you watch the game, and I'm not saying these are great teams, but you start to see t they, they start finding their rhythm in the game. They, you know, they started finding their rhythm, and the points started going up. And uh, – that's what you'll start seeing here in the next two or three weeks. Is everybody, but well, the next two weeks, you'll start seeing the good teams start to find their rhythm, mm -hmm. you know, who they are, what the, the, the coaches are called, what they need to call, uh, you know, to what their players are uh, being specific more to what their players can do. I, I tell you, uh, I, I'm going to stay excited until these Cowboys show me that they're not that team they was last year, even though I know – they're playing a first-place schedule, and I always keep that in mind, you know, because it takes depth and it takes some wily veterans with some very, very enthusiastic young guys to play a first-place a first place schedule. I'm with you, Nate. I'm, until they prove different, you know, this is one Don't week. do that. Don't do that. But, but I was going to say, but. But you already got your tickets to. to I'm going to Mexico <laughs> if they're not. I'm going to Mexico <laughs> if they're not. <laughs> 
Right, you know, let's uh, we'll go to Robert. We know you're on the phone, but I got a question for you, Nate. We talked about all off season how good Dak looked like he was in rhythm with Dez. Yeah, how they were hitting different routes. Mm-hmm. That they had. Is it surprise you that they haven't clicked yet? Two games. Uh, no, nah, let's give it another game. Let's give it another game because uh, teams can be more specific in how they dis- defend you. See that that's what even me, guy who played, I'm saying, wow, they look good in the preseason. Against this very, very, I should say, against this very, very basic defense. Mm-hmm. Well, Tlaib, just using him last week, or Harris, you, you catch a ball and they right there, they ain't panicking. Mm-hmm. And believe me, that same ball you just caught right there, they ain't panicked. Hands gonna be in your face, hands gonna be on your body, and most importantly, gonna be trying to get hands on that ball. Mm-hmm. So now that seemed to be easier catch where they jump and they, they kind of that that it's it's frenetic. Now it's a whole different level of how you doing it. And them safeties are coming. Mm-hmm. You know, them safeties are coming with coming downhill or coming over the top with a viciousness. You've seen in the last few games where uh even last night, uh Number twenty five should if he had been in college he'd have got ejected the way he hit that. Oh that yeah, wide that head that head to yeah. head hit. Oh, he didn't care. He was like, okay, no. whatever. So and that's the game you play once the season starts. Yeah. And, and Brian, this is his third straight game going up against an elite cornerback. Yeah. You know, Perkins and then Talib. Now you got Peterson. I mean, he's got to show something though, huh? Sooner it, or later, it, you know he's, what? He's the guy we think he is. He's he gonna... he he will let us know in two more weeks because after a while, it ain't about a finding a rhythm. You know, uh, it ain't about knocking the rust off. They've played two games. The rust is knocked off. You know who you are. The, the offensive coordinator should know, okay, this is what we're going to do. And I was listening to Darren Wilson talk on the, I think it was our flagship station, and he, and he was saying the difference in all the receivers. And I, I, I think, and I, and, I, and, I've, and I asked this question, and you, you guys should ask this question, and maybe they don't want to do it, but slants? Slants? Everybody to run in there. I mean, slants is what Dez should be able to do more more than anybody, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember Michael Irvin. We would get him four or five slants, and he and he Dez is just as powerful and just as athletic as Mike. Uh, all he got to do is learn. If he see where, if he pre read and see it's gonna be a linebacker in there, he catch it. He catch the ball with his body. You know, Mike you just turn his body to him. If you see where that's that uh, safety a little bit off. Uh, they got one guy in the middle he don't think can get there. He'll angle that thing where he'll catch it in between and he'll catch it with his hands and keep going. So it's just about growing. That's a mindset but, too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean uh, it's hard as a boxer to keep your eyes open when you're getting punched but they keep boxing. Watch them. They, they, they teach them boxers to learn to keep your eyes open because if you don't see the next punch, that'll be the one to knock you Bye. out. Bye. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, you got to keep your eyes open, baby. Robert in Brownsville. What's happening, Robert? Uh, how y'all doing? Great, man. How you doing? Brownsville, Texas? Yes, sir. Okay, all right. I don't know what's another I one. I just wanted to ask the Cardinals uh, offense. I saw that they only scored three points until the second quarter. Was that because they're not clicking or they're just going three and outs or they just can't finish? And how's our defense going to do against that? Uh, they, uh, Thank you, Robert. Thanks for calling. They, uh, I, I just think 
it's it's like everybody else. Carson Palmer is not as good as he was a couple of years ago due to injuries or whatever. Neither am I. Uh, and then Johnson, the running back, is out. But I, I saw a better team, man. If if JJ Nelson, who with four or five or six games left last year, you know he he's tied with the top guys as far as a touchdown guy. He got seven or eight touchdowns. Over the last six, seven, maybe eight games, Kurt, you make it look that up if you, you know, if your internet is came back in. But <laughs> who is that again? Uh, uh, JJ Nelson, uh, the wide receiver. You know, he he. You know, he's number fourteen. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna tell you something. Green Bay used to have a knack for doing this, but I have never seen a Cardinals team going back to even my day where they didn't have two nice receivers. The Cardinals seem like either whether it's luck or they're scouting. You know, all of these Jerron Brown, who's hurt, he he he's nice. Uh, John Brown, who's hurt, he's nice. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about guys that if you blink, they they going sixty yards. I mean, fast, quick, and in a, in a, in a, in a you know, oh, wow, in a super super hurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Nelson's got. Touchdowns in both games this year and 45-yarder this last week. So yeah, and to close the game out, he's a big play guy. He's a big play guy. And, uh, and, and, and see, Man, to expand on what Broaddus was saying, if Johnson was there, if Johnson was there, the running back, if he was there, all those little routes where he's in the, in the pocket, and I'm talking about the great uh, receiver of, Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald, he would be get, just getting behind these guys, and he they would be, and once and see that's the built-in package that the Cardinals have. Once Carson come to the line and he look and he got Johnson back there, a serious threat. Linebackers a little bit closer, up, and I'm talking about third and five, third and two, third and one, and he see Fitzgerald sitting in the slot, and he see everybody cheating up, and he see JJ out there by himself. He'll check that thing with, with, through talk, and nobody will know that he's checked it, but his team, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you'll see him take off. Yeah. Going it's back to built-in. They have a built-in mechanism that allows them, and when you get in a certain defense on a certain guy, they'll take that shot. They don't care about it, about, oh, they're, they're they, out of 15 tries, they were only third, you know, uh, they only got three of them. Well, them three of them was, was seven points <laughs> to the house. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to last year, that Nelson, he's got touchdowns in six of his last seven games. Uh-oh. That's – bruh. <laughs> Who doing – yeah, I, bro, I be doing my homework now. <laughs> I be doing my homework. I just – I be wanting to know if the computer guy going to catch up. <laughs> huh? I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. Mike in D.C., our second caller from D.C. What's happening in D.C., Mike? Hey, man, D.C., man, we surviving, man. You know, you know, uh, 45 – I think it's 45, I don't know, uh, but, you know, I ain't even going to say his name, but y'all know who 45 is. He over there, you know, doing what he's doing, but uh, let's talk about football. <laughs> let's talk about football. Let's go. Let's go. What <laughs> we talking about? I so my thing is this. Uh, let me just say a quick statement, and then I got a question. You know, um, with our a performance, you know, last week, I, I don't think we should take anybody lightly. You know, I don't, I don't care if it's Nelson. I don't care if it's the twelfth guy on the depth chart. You know, we got to get back to basics. You know, uh, tackling. You know, uh, as as you know, Nate said. You know, all the techniques and all that good stuff. I think we shouldn't take anybody lightly. And then my question is, um, I understand, you know, uh, what we do is what we do. You know, we like to run the ball, establish our identity. 
But, you know, if, if you know, running up the gut and zone ain't working, why the hell won't you try something different? Why not, you know, do like a fake jet sweep and hand off to Zeke or maybe like a pitch or, you know, just do something a little different, you know, run out the shotgun. Um, you know, and like I said, I'm not I'm not an expert in football. I'll, I'll leave that up to Nate to, you know, dissect it. But, you know, just from like the average fan, I just think, you know, we just switch it up a I little bit. You, Still bro. run, yeah. show yeah. our identity. But, you know, like, hell, just, you know, hike the ball, fake it to dead, you know, fake the puff, fake the dead. Yep. Uh, we see exactly what you talk, we talk, you know exactly what you're talking about. Thanks though, for the bro. call, Mike. Uh, and that's what uh, we gathered from the, from the Giants game the first time. Mm-hmm is I think a lot of times we trying to think that we can take over a game. Like we threw more often than the first five times on first down, we threw we threw on first down. So that's normally we'll split that down the middle or we'll be one run better than we when we, than the than the past. So uh we tried some things different as a cowboy team, but it, it won't be trying nothing different. If we get out and pull our guys, right. we do that anyway. If we get out and run screens, we do that anyway. But I, I ain't a big fan of the jet screen unless jet screen unless I got a guy that can run like a four two. I, I just, I'm not just big on that, but I am big on route running. Dez and and T Will and uh, all these guys got to be better route runners. And here's the thing know? about changing up your game plan. If you change your game plan up and you lose, then everybody's like, why the hell they changed the game plan up? They got the best running game in the league. They got the best. Just do your job. Be better. That's what it comes Yeah, to. you got to execute. But like like I said is, when have you not seen our guys been able to get out there and do screens and do this and do that? So he is right. He, he, we got it. You know, we ain't got to do nothing different. Just call it. Mm-hmm. You know, because these guys can do that. Yeah. You know. One thing I would like to see a little bit more of is I'd like to see, I'd like to see uh, Zeke involved a little bit more in the passing game. Yes, the way he it, it'll it, it'll come it, it it'll come. But did you see the first pass? They threw the first very first pass to Zeke, mm-hmm. and Brandon Marshall was right. <laughs> looking right at him like you called it, but uh, I'm had, standing right here. He had four catches last game. Yeah, I mean, he only no, went for 14 yards. Yeah, right. This is a game, and I, and we keep going back to it until we see the next game. This is a game where this team in Denver was on. Mm-hmm. This team was on, much like uh, the Rams was two games ago against the, against the Colts. They were on. It's like nothing they can do. Someday it's just not your week. Some week, yeah. you know what? I'm so glad that this is Friday. And we play on Monday Night Football so we can quit talking about this damn Broncos game. <laughs> I am so yeah. sick of this, but this doom our and gloom. Fans. And this our fans. Our fans want to know. I know they want it fixed every day. They right. don't want. They don't. They, they don't. <laughs> they don't know that the Cowboys are trying to fix this by preparing That's for right. the next game. <laughs> they want it fixed today. Nate, when Broadus was in there, he said that you might have to pick between Taco and Moore. Nope. And Tapper. you, Tapper. I'm sorry, Tapper and Moore. And no, no, Tapper, Tapper and, Taco. and Taco because they oh, want, thought, more, yeah. they want oh, which, more to play. Yeah, which one? But Nate, good, good we point, know, Doug. doesn't want – Nate isn't ready for more to come back anyway. Uh, see, would you? Well, how did you well, – would see, you take either Tapper or Taco m- over more? My thing is if if more comes and give us more, I'm, I'm with that. But I don't want nothing 
to slow down uh, Tapper or Charge. I just don't want nothing to slow them down in their learning because next year you can't keep every year, especially if these kids are trying hard and playing hard, you can't say, okay, well, we got more now. What are we going to do with Tapper and what are we going to do with – Come on, man. Sooner or later, you got to play these guys. So you, if you, if it was, up I'm to on you, a youth you movement on defense. I'm on, I'm on a youth movement. Yeah. So you might not yeah. even bring more in for this game. Well, no, he's to you. got to play because at this point, you need this victory. You would want, to, you would like to have this victory. And I'm not the coaches, but me, I'm on a youth movement. Give them See, the reps. Yeah, I, I, I just believe that you got a Scandrick in there. You got a Brown in there. And then these other guys coming in nickel situation. You got uh, Tyrone Crawford. You got Demarcus Lawrence. You got Malik Collins. You got Stephen Powell. Now, if everybody else is young, I don't care. Let's rock. So you don't. Let's think rock. We got Benson Mayawa. Fact that Taco is your first round pick. You don't think they don't care? Wait. They don't care at this point, but I, I, I do because I, next year I don't need these guys getting. Oh, well. You know, really, this is his first year. Really? I, I don't want to hear it. Unless we 13 and 3 again, then I, I, I can hear it. You know, but we, we ain't nothing right now. We just one and one. Let's take our second and final break of the day. The number is 214 872 2102. 214 872 2102. Don't write that down if you're driving, please. Don't text Billy in Texas. They'll get you. Right, 214-872-2102. Hanging with the boys. We'll be back in one minute. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus, save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We're back. Final segment of this week. Kurt Daniels to my right. Nate Sir. Newton across the table from me. And Kurt. Pizza. I'm going to have me some pizza tonight, I think. So oh. Papa John's pizza. And you know why? 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 The ingredients. Like the veggies. Never frozen in the pepperoni. 100% pork and beef. Better ingredients. Better pizza. Papa John's. Papa. Papa. Alma in Longview. What's happening over in East Texas, Alma? And Hello. Just kidding. 
So what do you guys think? Well, it looks like she went away. Oh. 214-872-2102. Don't be scared. We won't bite. Well, You're not scaring the, the women off, uh, are you? Always. No matter where. <laughs> that, those, those are my people, too, over in East Texas. Oh, yeah? That's like West Louisiana. Kind of the, <laughs> kind of the same thing. All runs together? Yeah, totally runs together. All right. Let, let's go around the table. Kurt, what's your score prediction for Monday Night Football? Uh, Cowboys 24-21. Say that again? Cowboys 24-21. 24-21 boys. Nate, what you got? Uh, but this is a pretty good defensive team. I probably got the Cowboys winning by three points. You can do whatever score you want. <laughs> three nothing. Yeah, because I ain't never losing. So. <laughs> I ain't never losing, so I mean, I ain't lose last week. I'm going to go – I'm going to go 27-24. Cowboys. Oh, you're you're switching so, your. So, so, how did it, you just put plus three? In Everybody score. was three points. Yeah, yeah. And Kurt, you've got them winning this week. Yeah. To be on a three. Well, what about my man in the back street? door, the voice that's talking now? Do Douglas. We well, I'm trying to keep him out of the show, Nate, and you just open the door <laughs> it's again. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> what you got, Douglas? Uh, I don't pick the games. Okay. Why? Because I haven't because picked yet. I'm I'm undefeated. Never <laughs> <laughs> He's quitting undefeated. <laughs> yeah. Kurt, you've got them winning. I've got them losing. But you just picked them to win. Well, I'd had them. You're covering all I bases, right? Splitting Denver right. and Arizona oh, since man, they you lost. Need to go to Vegas the way you all. <laughs> they lost in Denver, so I'm, I've got them. I, okay, I've got them. That makes no sense. This but one. sure. Shut up, Kurt. <laughs> wow. Demetrius in Fort Worth. I hope you're smarter than these two guys in this room with me. <laughs> Give me some knowledge. Man, how about them Cowboys, man? How y'all doing? How about them Cowboys? I'm not trying to be too negative, but can somebody please explain to me, why does Tyrone Crawford have to get in the game? I mean, it just just seems like he's playing so bad. It's like, you know, if he doesn't play good, it's like, oh, his knee is hurt. I mean, but he's been hurt for two years, and it just seems like, Everybody they brought in is kind of better than him, and it's like they're forcing him on the field. So I'm just wondering, like, does he have to play? Like, I, I know he's from Canada. I get it, but uh, he <laughs> man, so uh, they, they got a Canadian Canadian quota on this team. You got to have at least yeah, one Canadian I, I, I start. I think it's a diplomatic thing. Or I don't know. You know, we're friends in the USA, man. So that's how you uh, deactivate to make room for more, I guess. <laughs> But I'm just, I just wondering because I, I don't see, I don't seem like we're getting nothing from him. I'm just wondering, like, why do they keep like putting them in so much? We got you. Thanks for the call, Demetrius. Thanks for uh, listening. What you think, Nate? He got a good point or no? You know, we had him on our show, mm-hmm. and uh, I, and I really, you heard me say, man, every time I get to bragging on you, brother, you know, you heard me. You just wanted him to just stay healthy. Like, it's like you just get stay hurt. Healthy. And he's like, man, I'm with you. And 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 we got to talking, and, you know, we got all pumped up again. And two practices later. Yep. I'm saying to him, myself, huh? wow, no, ain't no jinx, bro. <laughs> ain't no jinx. It's just I would like to see one time with him, with him healthy, mm-hmm. what what he can do. And it just I have I have no comment to, to the, what this young man just said because when he's healthy – I think he's real special, but he's not been healthy. And he had a position change last year due to the injuries and 
and the uh, rise of Malik Collins, and just you want to see it for him. And I, I just want to see it. I want to see him play seven or eight games where something is not wrong. Yeah. I, see I, if he can play. Yeah, I, I think he's still not right. I think he's still he, got it, Brother, no. Nah, if you looked at the injury when it happened. That was nasty. And they said, hey, man, he'll be back in four weeks. He'll be back in seven or eight. You know, but, <laughs> you know, but I'm not the trainer, and I don't know his pain threshold. And I just think it's two guys I think can't play well or reach their potentials when they injure. One is not with us. Mo Claiborne was a, a guy – if he was injured and that thing was lingering, you don't play him. Mm-hmm. And I think Tyrone Crawford needs another week of just, you know, treatment and then start his pitch count. I wouldn't have played him last week or the week before, just me. But I'm not I'm not so a you, trainer and I don't know this. So you'd sit him, let him try uh, to yeah, he got healthy and then – Because, you know, I want to be able to dispute this last caller. But can you really? Right. Well, I right. think I think they're playing him. We've talked about it before, is because they they trust their veterans. They know he knows what to. Even though he's hurt, he should know what to do, and he provides a little bit of flexibility along that line. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you all. It'd be great to see him healthy, but I think they're going to keep playing him because of what he brings from a veteran standpoint. Yeah. Nate, when it comes to injuries, everybody plays hurt. Every yes, every yes. guy in that locker room right now, something is wrong with them. Right. Whether it's something small, whether it's something really big. And you never know until the end of the season how hurt a guy was whenever they go have surgery and right. they fight through it all year because they want to be on the field and they want to play. As a player, you want to be on the field whenever you can get out there, whether you're at 50% or you're right, at 100%. Right. How as a player do you – how do you know when to say – I shouldn't go this week because you're hurting the team because you're not healthy enough because nobody wants to let their teammates down. Nobody, everybody in that room's a tough guy. They they don't want to say I'm too hurt to play. How do you handle that as a player? First of all, you you, you talk to the doctors and the trainers, and the first thing they're gonna ask you is, okay, they're gonna tell you what's wrong with you from a medical standpoint or what they think is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. The next thing they're gonna say. You, you you either if you play you can take a chance on damaging this worse uh, right now is that is worse you know you can't do anything else to it or we can set you down and let it heal and you'll be better in two weeks so you got two or three options but the main one is if they say okay you can't hurt it any worse it is what it is now the next thing is pain threshold mm-hmm. can you like Terrence Williams is doing muscle through it and now. It's can you be effective in what you're doing? Now you can, you know, if you can muscle through the pain, but you, you're not effective. You know, you can't catch the ball, or you can't block as well, or you can't get off the rock and stop the run, or get a sack. You know, that means your pain threshold is up there, and you need to get out of the way. You need to get out of the way because sooner or later, that other team will hit you just at the wrong time. It's going to cost you a touchdown, a, a penalty, or something that hurts your team. Is There's only a few players I know that can have injuries, and all of a sudden you'll be like, whoa, he's still doing the job. Mm-hmm. Most of us can't. Yeah. How much say does does a coach have in that? Is it none? the medical staff? None. Really? Medical none. staff and the player, none, right? really. None. That coaches used to bully players, not no more. In your day, did they? Yeah. Yeah. But that not at all now. Nah. When did I it mean, change? Uh when the Sarah Cap hit. 
when the Sarah cap hit. So now you see guys, uh, you know, you saw in training camp, you know, a slight uh, hamstring pull back in the day. Man, you getting treatment between practices, doing practices, and and, and you be ready to go. You know, now your money is limited, and your players are uh, are valued more. You just can't you just can't take the chance. Yeah, it's a financial decision, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that is all we have time for. Thanks to everyone that called in. Some great calls. Oh, that's today. some great calls, man. Thanks for Broadus. Stay off my boy Tyrone, man, with that Canada <laughs> thing, man. Come on now. <laughs> Thanks to Broadus for bringing it. He'll be here every Friday with some deep football tape studying insight. Kurt, thanks for showing up again Thank today. you. Nate. Data transfer complete. Nice. Nate, thank you for being yeah, here. Yeah, me and my boy, we thank banging. Thank you for being here. We banging. <laughs> yes. Get Kurt some, man. Give us some love. Yeah, Kurt. get Kurt some. Oh, yeah. did you ever pull that uh, Gronk stat up? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he's got the best stats or whatever. <laughs> 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 we got him man. on this show for uh, yeah. one thing. Uh, one thing. I'm telling you, he ain't got to look, bro. Ball. You look at his TD. You look at Gronk TDs. He's got look more Gronk. TDs than Gonzalez at this point, I'll tell you that. That's wow. what I'm saying, bro. At this point in his career. This dude, the coldest uh, tight end that I've seen. Now, it's some, you know, Rick Gosling probably come in and tell you about Mackey and all of these other guys and Smith, the guy who cost the Cowboys the Super Bowl and all of that. But <laughs> – Wrong! <laughs> What's up, baby? <laughs> Douglas, thank you for pushing the buttons in the sure. back room. Kent, thank you for whatever you do. <laughs> we will not be here Monday. I will. Will y'all be here? Wait, will y'all have a show? Hey, I, 12 to 1, 2 for the road, it's me and Broadus. Broadus and I, however you want to put it. So y'all aren't going to do a show? I'll be producing. Awesome. Oh, hey, you going to be here? Yep. I'll be here, but. Oh, well, you call Broadus, man. We making you. Well, nah, not a, you, you ain't, you ain't pulling you up go. my stats right, so I don't know, man. If I, I have a really know. fun and entertaining <laughs> night, um, Sunday night out in Phoenix, <laughs> they go Zurich, if, man. I may call in and and do a call in five or ten minutes with you and Broadus. Yeah, I don't think it's an. Just end. make sure one of these things over the over the mic, cause if he if he have fun at night, it ain't gonna be right. <laughs> <laughs> Protect the mic. We'll be back Tuesday at one thirty. Watch the game on Monday. We'll talk about it on Tuesday on Hanging with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?